Welcome to Collision, a podcast where faith and doubt collide. My name is Nick Flores, the host. Expect to hear on each episode a story from a guest in your community. Yeah, your community. A story of their own experience with religion, faith, church, and trauma. All unscripted, raw, emotional testimony around their own deconstruction journey. We believe in honoring our true selves by sharing openly our struggles, doubts, and breakthroughs when it comes to religious trauma. If you are looking for support in any of these areas of conversation, listen in, because you never know who else has been where you are today. Expect to listen from diverse perspectives and grow in empathy and understanding, because when we share and listen to stories of deconstruction, we create a space where growth, change, and resilience flourish. This is Collision, where faith and doubt collide. Now on to the show. This week, I'm thrilled to introduce a special guest whom I first crossed paths with in 2005. Now, don't think about what you were doing in 2005, because I'm sure this next fact, depending on your age, might depress you. Because in 2005, I was in the sixth grade, and I met the special guests there. At a small, private Christian school, we ended up having quite a few classes together, and I remember a lot of good memories. Anyways, fast forward to today, and thanks to the internet, our paths have reconverged. I've always held this individual in high regard, marveling at their unwavering positivity and kindness, definitely. From our school days, Brock Bentley stood out as a beacon of kindness and rock-solid character. Growing up within the embrace of faith, Brock found his footing early on, surrounded by a supportive network of family and spiritual mentors who helped shape his journey. His heart has always been tuned to loving others and embodying the teachings of Jesus. While pursuing his lifelong dream of working at the Vans Warped Tour, Brock encountered spiritual challenges along the way that he hadn't anticipated. Yet amidst the trials of life on the road, he discovered opportunities to foster community and share his unwavering love for God. Ultimately, Brock underwent a profound transformation, committing his life to Christ and striving to reflect that commitment in every aspect of his being and interactions. Brock, thank you for coming on. I owe you a ton for jumping on with just kind of like reconnecting and then just saying, hey, you want to be on the pod? Here you are. But thank you again for sharing your story. It will undoubtedly resonate with many. Thank you for being authentic and your message of hope and bringing that to everybody here today. Here's my conversation with Brock Bentley. Well, ever since Calvary, ever since I got out of high school, I went to a like a trade school for like audio engineering recording and all that jazz. But I really wanted to work on the Vans warp tour. That was like my bread and butter was just like, yeah. I loved, you know, punk and metal and all that jazz. And I really wanted to like be on the road. I wanted to go on tour. I was like, how do I do this? What's going on? So I got into media tech Institute, just become a, just to, to like do something to be a part of the industry and the music industry. Uh, did a year and I started working up in Temecula at this venue called the vault. And that's where I first had my first ever internship, I guess you could say. 
but it was kind of just like lame. It was like promoting their shows and whatever and whatnot. But my goal in doing that job was to get on the Vans Warp Tour. That was my whole life. My like goal was okay. I want to try to do whatever I can to get on the Vans Warp Tour. I want to be on the Warp Tour. Don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm just going to figure it out. So this girl that I was working at the venue with, she's like, "Hey, this is wild." But I have the like the guy who started the festival. I have his email. Do you want his email? I was like, yeah, I want his email. Absolutely. Yeah. Email this guy every day, dude. I'm telling you, like, I was like, hi, my name is Brock. Hi, my name is Brock. Hi, my name is Brock. I can do this. I can do that. I can do anything for you. Dude, I, like, sent, like, so many emails. I think it was, like, 50 emails. Like, I, every day. It was wow. like, every day. And, yeah, it was gnarly. Uh, one of these emails got through to him. And it was basically just like, hey, uh he actually didn't even like respond to me it was more like hey i I talked about like backlining because i was in the audio world and like i know what backline is and like you know for shows and everything and he goes do you know what that is like flat out doesn't say hey doesn't say hey doesn't say hi just like do you know what that is and i was like yeah of course i do no and i sent like a whole paragraph of like all that jazz about like backlining and audio and what it takes to run a show and all that kind of stuff and then the, I don't know, just like that, just kind of turned into all right, cool. Well, then let's get you on. So the email, the emails I got after that were all about, hey, let's let's get Brock on the Vans Warp Tour, dude. I like was tripped out. It was like I got keys to Ferrari, and I was like, this is my whole life goal. This was like what I wanted to do. This is what I was trying to do. You know, went to college for. Went to, you know, like oh my gosh, here it is. This is what's up. Months later go by, dude, and I – it was – okay, so every year Vans Warped Tour happens, you know, from like June until August, so it's like a two-month mm-hmm. tour all around the United States. Crazy. It was in like April that I was like – I got an email like, okay, let's like get you on. This is what you're going to do. And I said, great, awesome, cool. And they usually fly you out to where the hotel is you know, all that kind of jazz. Mm-hmm. So for the first day – get started so you can get credentials you can get kind of situated what's going on and i wasn't hearing anything back after that one email i wasn't hearing nothing back i was like oh dude dang it like i don't know just like oh this what's going on so i emailed him back hey is everything okay we're still good we all right and then like nothing and then do the same thing nothing do the same thing nothing for like a like a month and i'm like oh no what's going on get an email back from him and it's like hey dude i want to let you know after like 20 years of doing this huge tour i got you mixed up with another brock so there was two brocks dude i didn't even know like i you know i'm saying like he thought yeah i was his other brock that he was talking to and this other brock his name is brock mecklaborg and he was like, my, he did my job. My job at the time was the water and ice. So I had to do all the water. Like, you know, you, you, you delivered to all the bands and stages right. and just you're running around all day long. Kevin, his name was Kevin Lyman. Kevin Lyman thought I was this other Brock. And so that's why they were giving me all this information to send to him. Lo and behold, they were sending it to me. And he was, I was oh, snap. I totally messed up. Uh, wow. And said, yeah. Yeah, and then it turned into, I'm so sorry, I've never done this before, but like, here's six VIP passes to come out to any of those, you know, any, any of the work tours. And they are, and they usually, when they come to California, 
These are like four dates. They have like a, two in LA, they have one in San Diego, and then like they have one in like San Francisco. But I asked him, I was like, well, I sent an email back and I was like, you know, dude, I, I was broken hearted for sure. But I didn't want to act like I was really broken hearted. I was just like, hey, man, it's all good. Uh, mistakes happen. But if I can just go out there to those dates and just work for free and just, just see what's what's the whole point about this, I would love to do that. And he's like, yeah, you can do that. You come out to any date. You got the passes. Come out and do that. So I want, I want to work for free. So the first day, the first like, I don't know, I could say like first time I ever went out there was in Pomona. And my mom drove me to like the venue in Pomona, like first day, like 6 a.m. And uh, yeah, I walked I walked up to the production office and I was like, uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what's going on. I had just said, well, they were, I just got told from Kevin just to show up here. So I showed up and I was like, hey, uh, her name was Lisa Brownlee at the time. I was like, hi, uh, I'm here because Kevin sent me. I'm Brock. And it was like, oh, snap you're you're the guy like you're Brock. And i was like wow i guess everyone knew who you were yeah weird, right? that's crazy dude it's crazy and then yeah she sent me out to the trucks that's where like everybody like unloads and basically what warp tour is it's a small city it's like a small festival but it's like a yeah. city bro and there's so much that goes on uh and yeah she sent me out there and then i was just like i don't know what i'm doing so i'm just gonna help anybody out and i helped out these guys uh, they're called the Setup Crew Boys, and uh, they were just like the guys who ran the whole like show out there. So I want to go work for those guys, and just like I worked so hard that day, I did anything I could. I was just like I was busting, I was busting so hard, man. And they were like, "Who are you? What are you doing here? Like, why are you why are you working with us today? And like, are you not with this crew? But you're also not with like these people. Like, who are you?" And I told them what's going on, yeah. told them my story. We were like, dang, dude, we're going to tell Kevin like that you like crushed it. And then so on and so wow. forth. I work another day, work with those guys again. Kind of comes down to it, and I get called to his bus. Like They're like, hey, because I worked with him like three days now, because it was like they had three show days right. in California. Went to his bus. He goes, bro, I'll never, I'll never forget this. He said, he goes, bro, you've really been talking the town around here. And this is 2014. This is like, yeah, 2014. Uh, he goes, I can't get you on this year, but expect it next year. You are wow. you're going to be on the Vans Warped Tour. So 2015 until the end of 2019, 2020, I worked the Vans Warped Tour. And it was one of the best times of my entire life. Uh, from there, I started working. Uh, I, I worked Coachella. I worked Stagecoach. I just most recently did a tour of 50 Cent. I did VIP for 50 Cent. I did Sean. I worked with Sean Mendez on the VIP team. Um, dude, like what else? Like I've just, from that moment on, it sent me skyrocketing into the industry. From there, I also worked for this uh, this company called Six Man. And Six Man is a company that puts music festivals on a cruise ship. So they're a third party company that puts these like just music festivals all like mm-hmm. aew with chris jericho um uh like joe bonamassa like just uh 311 cruise uh just you know theme cruises with actual like celebrities and guests a like kiss and everything wow. there i became more of an mc 
started emceeing a lot more. I started hosting a lot more. Uh, and then, yeah, dude, I start. I hosted with like Bert Kreischer just recently. I hosted with Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, uh, other like just kind of like B list bands. But that's where mm-hmm. I did a lot of my hosting there for about five years. And now my brother and I, we have our own uh, like entertainment kind of company. We're called the Brothers Grimm. We do emo nights all around North County, San Diego. IMC, he DJs. Um, and we do that. And also we do a podcast called The Two Bros, One Podcast, presented by the Brothers Grimm. And that's yeah. just kind of like an outlet for my brother and I to share our thoughts about our lives. And it's about everything, anything, and nothing because – that's just what our lives is just, you know, yeah, but that's who you guys man. are. That's it's your DNA. Yeah. It's literally you're just everything, anything and nothing all at the same time. Just like yeah. there's a lot going on, but yet like not at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I get it. Yeah. That's what's, that's what's been, that's what's been going on. And now just sitting here, I'm taking this kind of like year off from like that, the cruises, or I'm taking the season mm-hmm. off from the cruises, just to kind of have my mental, my mental health has been kind of like you know a little out, a little, little kind of weird out there, um, with a lot of recent things that happened in my life, you know, yeah. the next girlfriend and my mom, she had a stroke a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. uh, so it's kind of just like right now I'm really focusing on our just kind of our jobs and what we're doing with the podcast and the shows. And also just growing closer to Jesus, bro. I've just been really just diving into the word and diving into just absolute gratitude and thankfulness of like just the things that you can just talk of. Just like I think about those things and I really just lay them before the Lord and I say, you know, God, I really thank you for this. And God, I just want to be a servant in this. So I just really been diving in to that lately and just really getting my faith closer to Jesus. Um, I'm not perfect, you know, like I'm really not. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm the, I'm the most perfect person or that I'm like, I just, I'm a sinner, bro. And I just know in my life right now that I just need Jesus. And that's what I've been just relying on and reflecting on and just been really just kind of just trying to be that to my friends and my mm-hmm. family. I mean, they're like my dad and my brother, you know, they love the Lord. And yeah. my mom in the state right now, she does love the Lord. I mean, we, I just took her to this center where they have to like watch her and everything. But we pray every morning when I take her. I mean, my brother and her, they pray every morning. But out of all the craziness in my life and all like the places that I've been and hosted and people and all this kind of stuff, at the end of the day, my faith means a lot more because just can't like – can't shy that away because this is i don't know man we i've just been growing i guess i grew up in it too but also it's more just real to me as i get older as we get older bro all that's like it's just real it's, it just i just can't do this anymore on my own because man i just i'm not the best at it but he who is greater than you is greater than any man in the world you know what i'm saying so i rely on that and i go off that but yeah, sorry for talking so much, bro. I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> no, I've you're good. I've, that's like the that's it. that's the emphasis of the podcast is for people to just come on. I don't know how much you actually know about collision in this podcast that I started, um, but to give you kind of a rundown was, uh, I feel like just like you, there's like a lot of people, even myself included, have these journeys, and I was just I had dinner with somebody. Um, 
yes, two two nights ago, and we were uh, he and I grew up together a little bit, and we were just talking. It's like it's crazy. There are these people where these moments in our lives, and you included, where we went to school together for a very mm-hmm. short period of time, like one one year or so, um, and yeah. we sat next to each other pretty much every day for that year, and then mm-hmm. after that, it was kind of just like dude, where's this, where's this guy? <laughs> um, where's Brock? Um, and then just kind of with any yeah. guests as well. And it's just like, we all go on these crazy journeys and have these crazy experiences. Um, and I know for me and my, my journey and my story, there was periods of times where there's so many things I had bottled up um, and I kept a secret. And from those things I acted out and I made mistakes. Um, and I, and in terms of like faith with God, it, there, there are periods where I questioned it, where I questioned God, I questioned church, I questioned everything, religion. Um, but now I'm kind of coming full circle and I'm like, yeah, what does it actually mean to be a Christian? What does it actually mean to like love mm. Jesus? What does it mean mm. um, to be a Christian in, in this world today? Um, and for mm. me, the biggest piece is like looking back on the life Jesus lived is Jesus sat with people. That's what he did like Amen. throughout the whole gospels. That's what he did. He sat with everybody. He sat with sinners, sat with religious leaders, and sat with poor, the rich. Um, and he didn't really judge anybody, but um, I mean, there's some correctiveness for some people that Jesus gave. Um, uh, but for the most part, he just sat, sat with them, listened to them. Um, mm. and one of the big stories that I kind of resonate with is, um, when on the road to Emmaus, those two travelers after Jesus died church mm. to them israel um to them was the safe spot they thought jesus was going to come and he was going to take over the kingdom and um rule earth as the king right then and there but then the exact opposite happened jesus lived with the poor he lived with disciples he then got crucified he died um and at mm. this point in the story these two men have no idea that jesus resurrected um in that yeah he is alive and that he is actually on this road with them. Um, but in that moment, Jesus is just asking them questions of who is this, who is Jesus that you thought, who was this guy going to be? Um, and then more and more in that conversation of questioning, that's when they realize, Oh, you're Jesus. Um, so I think that's kind of where I'm at today. And I feel like a lot of people are as well. It's like, we're on this road, we're leaving some spot we thought was safe. Um, and we thought was get this, we had this grand idea of what church or who Jesus would be to us. Um, but then Jesus mm. just always is like, no, no, that's not, that's not who I was. That's not who I am. And then he like reveals something so much greater because it's so much better that yeah. Jesus actually died and then rose again, rather than just taking over the kingdom. Um, of Rome, the Roman Empire at the time. And so um, that's kind of what this podcast is for people that to meet with people and have them share their story of um, God, church, religion, faith, whatever, um, and kind of break down what what was something that you grew up kind of believing. Um, and then maybe it's people deconstructed completely and they're like, I don't believe in God anymore. Um, or they're like, yo, this is what I thought Jesus was going to be. And then Actually, he turned out to be this way, and it's so much better. Um, and it's just kind of creating that in-between safe space um, for people to just share their doubts, their questions, um, and not mm. not have people come to the podcast and be like, I'm going to find all the answers here. Um, I tell, I tell right. people, if you're going to listen, you're going to have more questions for yourself coming out of it. Um, 
and it's just yeah. like a great it's also just a great way for people to share and be like oh my gosh like people listening are gonna be like oh my gosh like i i'm not alone like i i had those same thoughts um i had that mm. same like question um, or i have that mm. same experience and it's just like so much so much to learn in these in these conversations in these stories because everybody has one everyone has a story um, and so yeah. that's kind of what collision is and so i usually start off asking um what is your experience with church and god like what did you grow up kind of believing um and we'll just kind of go from there and see where the conversation goes gotcha. yeah so you know i grew up like what is church like what what like, like what is church to me then i guess you could say yeah um you know church was a was a place for for me personally i went to calvary oceanside and it was kind of just like a thing i did every sunday but i also was like involved in worship and i was i was involved with like the worship team i was i guess you could say i like i i really enjoy, i actually enjoyed it at sometimes like I, I honestly believe it or not like now i think about it I met like a lot of my first relationships at church, like my first girlfriends. I met like, I, I learned how to really get into music. I learned so much from uh, Abel, Abel Mendez. This guy really, he really was like, to me personally, was a representation of Jesus. Like he, he for me, my brother, he was like, when he would speak about Jesus and how you would think, I, he, he Abel would always like, I just always see Jesus in him. And I'd always think, dude, this guy's so freaking cool. I was like, I, cause I always like had this thing about like, sometimes dude, just like, sometimes Christians are just awkward, bro. Sometimes these believers are just like, yo, I can't even believe you're existing right now. Like are the things that you're saying right now was kind of just like, dude, no one's going to like that. Like not, no one's going to like what you're saying right now. You're being like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it just kind of like, that rubbed me the wrong way. But it, when when Abel would speak, I would be like, dang, dude. He taught us so much about, like, wisdom and, like, how God is outside of time. So it was like when I would go to church, I'd be like, oh, I can see Abel. Dude, I can, like, get this dope feeding at such a young age, too, bro. Like, the stuff that I went, I, I thought about the other day is, like, dude, we were, like, learning so many, like, theological belief, like, how things at such a young age. Like, dude, the Dead Sea Scrolls. I remember learning that with Charlie Campbell, bro, and like Trevor O'Keefe in sixth grade. And I still, and I was like, I have no idea what the hell this is, bro. Like, I have no idea what's going on. Dude, now in these days, it's so prevalent. But for me, church at the time was like, it was a hangout spot. It was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to hang out here because I guess it's cool. You know, it's church and like, I can't really be doing nothing wrong. Um, but I really, I really enjoyed when Abel would speak, and I really did enjoy the fellowship, and I actually really enjoyed worship because there was moments in that time that I was on that worship team and just being like, sometimes I was like, this is not, like, I'm just doing it just to play music. But at the same time, I'd also be worshiping and being like, dang, this is crazy. There's something going on. And it wasn't until, honestly, I got up. It was like uh, my senior year of high school, I, was, I got – uh, Calvary Vista, I got suspended. Believe it or not, I got suspended from Calvary my senior year for like smoking weed. But like, 
It was more. It was more than just smoking weed. It was more like my life was just rep- it, was just, it was just like represent like representing. Like, dude, I just was like, just looking like everybody else and trying to be so cool in my own eyes because I like as you can tell I'm a, like I'm an edgy person, you know. I I like my hair was different colors. I liked metalcore bands. I really like you know like not what everybody was going for, you know. Um, so it made me just be like, well, I'm just gonna be myself because I was like going out to San Diego every weekend, going to shows, just like just trying to just just being it. An idiot, and I just being a like a stupid kid who thought he was so prideful and so cool because I knew all these scene stuff and these scene kids, and like it was like my it, that was for a while my church, but like dude, my life just wasn't representing anything good. It wasn't representing like it wasn't edifying myself in the sense. And my mom and dad were just like, dude, you're just like not you. Brock and I remember that came to that point and then when I got like suspended it was just like my mom and dad just looking at me and being like dang like I never like yeah I got yelled at and like getting yelled at you know again you get spanked when you're a kid and stuff but like bro when I saw my mom and dad just like bummed just absolutely heartbroken not like not like not like oh my gosh we just like oh but it just like just sitting there and just like this them staring at you being like dang I'm so disappointed like oof that really that really messed me up it messed me up for a while and i remember just like i'm i was just like my dad was kind of like all right dude what you gonna do bro and it was kind of just like that it wasn't like uh you're in trouble for this and you need to start doing this and you need to go this and this is what he's like all right bro what you gonna do you think you're so cool and prideful all right man keep looking keep going see what that's gonna what that's gonna do bro because you're not gonna make it and he just broke it down. It was real. To, it was just very real to me about like because I was eighteen years old. He goes, "Dude, you're you're a man. Like you're just gonna act like this your whole life and think that's cool because that people are gonna like you. Like, bro, you're a horrible person to be around right now. You think anybody else is gonna want to be around you? No, of course not. And then you're gonna build relationships with the people, and it's just gonna fall. And you're gonna be like, oh, well, my life sucks. Blah blah blah. No, dude." Like, you got to understand that. And it was like, that was like a, a real point in my life where I was like, all right, I can't be doing this. This ain't, this ain't me. This isn't, this isn't who I am. This isn't what my purpose in life is. Because at the time I was like, oh, my purpose is I want to be a musician. I want to go on tour, blah, 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 blah. It was just like, I need to stop that and go, all right, man, who am I? Who, what, 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 who, who, God, you, who you made me to be myself. So who am I? And I just, and that's, Really, when I started, just really just like diving into the Lord, like personally, where I wasn't really like, like I listened to all these sermons and I listened to all this kind of stuff. But at the same time, I was like, what's going to be real for Brock? What's going to be real for me? How is Jesus real in my life? What is he? What is he? Well, how is he real? Yeah, I know I've been taught how he does things and all these evidence that backs up like Christ and all these kind of things. But like, what does that mean to me? What is that all that? doing for me at the time I was doing nothing but now that I like I look back and I think about that kind of stuff it was really that moment when, when I really was like in my like my own time being like all right God show yourself I was like dude I was honest with him I was I'd be like just in my like time and I just be like right, I'm yelling like I'm yelling at him I'm just like God you just want to say you're real show me then 
because I'm sick and tired of just like this BS that like, everybody keeps telling me. Cause I'm, I, I'm over it because if it's not going to be real, then I'm not going to follow. And then, man, my heart just got, oof. It was like being hit hard. And then the more I dove in, the more like obedient I was, the more like I just dove into the Bible and was like, all right, well, let's read this. Check this out. You know, that's when I was like, Jesus became more prevalent where prayers were just not being like myself, where prayers were just being like, all right, God, like, you know, I'm a servant. Like I am not like the one verse that always like come out to me was, uh, Luke nine twenty three. Uh, uh, any man does, uh, any man desires to follow me, take up his cross daily and follow me. And I was like, take up your cross, like, dude, throw that stuff back there, homie. Like, just leave it. Like, lay it at the cross, bro, and start walking. And like, I don't know. It was like more. That was kind of like this real to me. That's what a man does. And that was what like I was wanted to be a man. I was like acting like a little boy, but I want to be a man. So I cut all my hair. I changed my outlook and I honestly just got real with Jesus. And then like that last like year, uh, Calvary, I remember like my grades were pretty good at the time because I was smoking weed and I don't know, it helped me out a lot. But then like <laughs> I stopped smoking weed. My grades went so far down. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. It's all good. But that didn't really matter to me. It just didn't matter. It was more like, all right, but I still, I have right now have a relationship with Jesus in a way that I wanted it to happen. I wanted to do this. Like, and everybody like, help me but no one really told like no one was like you need to do this now and you need to blah, blah blah like breathing down my neck i was like that's not gonna do anything so from then on it's been a roller coaster it's been a ride and you know i've fallen over the years and honestly like just recently i just got out of a four-year relationship a long distance relationship and it's been incredibly hard it's been incredibly difficult it's a lot of emotions and it's a lot of things that I don't need to worry about. I don't know why I'm getting on that topic. I'm sorry, but, um, <laughs> there you go. but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a church church. I, I go on rabbit trails. They call me the rabbit trail probably. Cause I just go on rabbit trails, but church right now. Yeah. I didn't, I haven't gone to church. Like I haven't been to church in a while just cause I've been traveling a lot and I work a lot of weekends and but that's why I'm taking this time now to really kind of be like, all right, well, I'm going to focus on like Jesus. I'm going to focus on being around like brothers and sisters in Jesus. Like that's what I, I need right now to supply me to just keep loving the Lord, man. Everything else will fall away or fall to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it's good. Um Yeah. Uh, real um, quick, you, dude, I yeah, I had to pee really, 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 really bad. Give me like two seconds. Give me two seconds. Yeah, so sorry, here. so sorry, so sorry, so sorry. One okay. second. I'll be here.
So, so sorry about that, dude. So sorry about that. Dude, it, oh, it hits you. It hits you. You got to go. You got to go. Dude, it's, yeah, I've been up since six to drinking coffee, just trying to like, yeah. Um, sorry about that. My bad. I did that on our podcast the other day, and I was just like, I feel like, <laughs> even when you um, like, yeah. even when you do go before, you still have you still have to go. I t- and that's exactly what I did, bro. I, I exactly what I did. I was like, and I was like, damn, bro. I was like, I was like looking at the clock, like fifteen minutes in. I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't do this. I gotta, I gotta go. Um, um, you mentioned being on the ro- on the road a lot and going on to crazy tours. How was that? How has that affected your faith and like? your relationship with God being away from, like you said, not being able to go to church all the time, not being able to be in that like steady community um, of, of just other Christians. How has that been? Mm-hmm. Uh, what were some of the challenges and maybe some advice you would give to people maybe in a similar boat? Yeah. Um, it's funny. When I first started touring, I f- I, I first I saw a lot more of like it's funny how the world works, man. Like I saw a lot more of like like the fruits of the spirit in a lot of people that I worked with. You know, love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, mm-hmm. long suffering, self control. I saw that in a lot of people, but they were not. They wouldn't know they would be doing that. And they would be like, oh, you know, the universe is telling me this or like, you know, my spirit guides or like, and I'm like, hmm. So like, I would see that a lot in people and like, I would low key just kind of like hit them with like the gospel a little bit. I wouldn't like be like, hey, you need Jesus, man. But I'd be like, yo, dude, you know, the Bible says like what you're doing, right? Like, or, or I would just be like, I don't know, be like, bro, that's called, I'm like, man, you just rep- I said, you represent the fruits today. They're like, what do you, what, do you, what does that, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is, yeah. I'm like, bro, you ever heard of like the fruits of the spirit, like love, joy and all that. Like you ever heard of that? And I would hit my friends with that a lot of the time. Um, but how it affected me a lot of the time was sometimes I am very heavily influenced by what's going on. Like uh, sometimes some tours I was, I'd always bring my, I always bring my Bible. I'd always bring my Bible. It was always in my, it was always in my backpack regardless of how I was feeling about Jesus, regardless of where my walk was, regardless of what I'm doing, no matter what, it was always in my backpack. There'd be some tours and cruises that I would do where I'd be like, boom, I'm in it. Let's go. I'm feeling like this is what's up. And then there'd be some tours I'd be, I wouldn't even crack it open. Cause it's a matter of sometimes the job is just so much and he's just artist and stuff. Ugh, this it's crazy. It's a crazy world, but it's definitely affected me. It's definitely sometimes negative. And I don't say like people hate me or like I never got like hate from people being like, oh, you're, you love Jesus. Believe it or not, it, sometimes in that world, people are trying to shine a light about themselves a lot, especially like on the tour because you're really trying to like, you know, people are, you're trying to like get to like have people like you. Or are you trying to like show people who like who you are and what you stand for? And some people are, you know, crazy and go this way or crazy and they go this way. And like that, you know, like, oh, I'm a big hockey guy. So I wear this like jersey all the time to represent the hockey or, you know what I'm saying? But in those moments, I've definitely had many great conversations with people. Like one of my all-time best friends, his name is Danny. He, uh, him and I had a crazy relationship starting out. 
but him and I, we've been together, like we've been like buds for eight to 10 years now, I think about 10 years now. And I know he doesn't call himself a Christian, but he's him and I will like, we work on that. We, we like, we, I, I, I send him verses or like, you know, we're in this uh, text thread with this, with a 50 cents, like security guard who we got to really know really well. And like, talk about the Lord every day. That was sick. Like that's one of the encounters I've had where it's like, he's 50 cents, like 50 cent. Like, I don't know what you heard about me. Like a PIM. Like he's like his security guard. And this guy was like, he's a godsend, bro. He would, we would just like be open about it. Like you've been in a production office where there's so many people who believe in this or like blah, 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 blah whatever. And he just would be open about it. And we, and it was just like, wow, this is bold. I like this. I like that. I can be like, dude, man, God bless you, man. The Lord today has given us such a like amazing, like lunch day or just like whatever, or like, and he was open about it. And it made me really encouraged to like be more just like, dude, just be myself, man. I'm not trying to impress anybody. Like we're all here for a job. We're here for a purpose. Like, and our purpose was to do the job and whatever. But on that, on that note, no one can tell really anybody how to like be themselves. You just do you. And so I would always just like, as much as I could just, you know, keep Jesus as like, this is who I am. I am a Christian. I'm not perfect. And yeah, I'm an idiot. And I definitely will like swear here and there once in a while. And like, you know, but like, I always kept it real with people. I just kept it real. And like, I would love on everybody that I could and just work hard, uh, be grateful for the job that I always do and just, and show gratitude to people and tell people like show them love like you'd be surprised how many people like will just never hear hey i'm proud of you hey man i love you dude if you ever need something i'm here for you like a lot of people don't say that a lot anymore or like or people are not really there for that much anymore uh especially on the road and that's where i think i really shine a lot is because my buddy and i that's all we were we were the positivity providers. That's what that uh, one girl would call us. We were the positive. We were just like, hey, man, love you, dude. And like give people hugs and just kind of like just be there. It's like that summer camp mentality. You know what I'm saying? You go up like, like, it's like that mentality, but on the road. And that's how I did it every time I'd go on tour. Just find the joy in it and just like just hit them. Just hit people with that. Just hit people with wisdom. Like, they're not ready for it. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you're so vulnerable out there that like, you can hit people with those things and they'll go, dang, that's what's up. And actually a lot of the time, I actually more than 90, 95% of the time, everybody was like, wow, I needed that. Thank you. Yet they may not believe, may not know Jesus like that, but it planted a seed for sure. It definitely did something. And like, that's what I still do to this day. Um, So yeah, it's definitely like impacted myself and like, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. We gird our loins, man. When I go out to a tour now, it's like, all right, I really try to mentally prepare for what's going on. I, I'm not going to lie. My last tour for the 50 Cent, it was hor- It was not horrible, but it was bad. A lot of, lot of life happened. But you know what I'm saying, dude. Things don't just happen. They have a reason. There's action, you know, for every reaction. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why this happened. Um. But even then, I was still I was still calling out to Jesus, bro. I was still like, hey, the Lord. Like, 
don't know, talking talking to these like huge rap assistants and just being like, dude, this is what the Lord showed me today, boys. This is what I'm going through. And like they'd just be like, dude, I feel that, man. That's what's up. And it just it just was like, you know, they 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 got it. They knew it was up. And it was because I was bold about it. I was just like not scared to be like, oh like I, I like Jesus. I mean, dude, I have tattoos on my neck. I have like my whole arm is, you know, it's like a painting of Christ. So it's not like, uh, yeah, he's kind of a weirdo. But yeah, it's definitely impacted me. But also, I really try to go be a light. But at the same time, I just want to show love and just not push anything on people. Just be myself and work hard. Because one thing, if you don't work hard and then you keep calling yourself a Christian doing that, people are just like, uh, you just, you're not, you're not, you're not edifying. You're not doing anything, but you're just being annoying. And I don't ever want to be annoying. Where does that boldness come from? Great question, bro. I just love people. <laughs> just I just love like <sighs> It's a great question, Nick. <laughs> I'm excited. I, I, even I'm as long bold. as I've known you, you've been bold. <laughs> you think so? I think so. There's just always been this bold energy to to Brock. Just always ready to <laughs> take on the world. Dang, dude, that's crazy. Uh, I don't know, man. I just... I think... Being brought up in... I think just being brought up with my life and... Kind of like, you know, like, like Clay, bro, as redundant and like, as it sounds, it's like Clay. Yeah. Like, like, I feel like the Lord has definitely been like, because I pray for that. I, I don't know. I do the thing. I do the things that like, like pastors were saying, like, all right, pray that, like, you should really pray to ask God for guidance. Okay. I legit would be like, all right, God, I really need guidance. Show me. It's almost like, kind of, I was like, like, it's kind of just like, I want to believe in you, but I want you to show me or like, hmm. You know, like, or one thing I would do, like, when I used to play shows with this band Mainsail, I'd always pray for one kid that I would talk to just one person. I'm like, yeah, because people come to your merch shows, and, like, that band was great, and, and, like, we did really well. And, like, you know, kids would come, but I was like, God, I just want I just want one kid just to, like, just show Jesus. But not, like, give him, like, not be weird. So I want to just love on this person and tell this person that they are loved. That they are great and beautiful and wonderful, and that God has given this person like a breath of fresh air to live today. Like life is incredible. Life is God has given us so much things to be grateful for. And I guess I don't know. I'm just gratitude is the attitude. Positivity is the activity. Like I don't know. I just I just love what I'm doing. That's why I guess like when I MC and I host, I really I think about this. It's like okay. I have the power to make it about me and myself and I have this like uh, I can really make it whatever but in my heart of hearts in my real genuineness I really want to make it about people. I want a lot of people to experience the joy that you're seeing the boldness that like this energy I want to give them the energy I want to just let them know like just tell them that like dude you're awesome I'll give you an example when I, uh, on the boat, we, uh, I host karaoke. That was one of the biggest things I do. I host karaoke. It's a whole show. And that's where I got to host with like Burt Kreischer and all these guys is from like Brock Yoki, 
That's what it was basically kind of called. And my whole thing when someone would be nervous, because, dude, there'd be, like, a lot of people. There'd be, like, 300, 400 people in this one room, and they get called to sing. And I'd go, you know, what's going on, man? How you doing? How you feeling right now? And they go, I am so nervous. And what I would do is I'd go, guys, let's give them the energy. And I was like, we'd do like a, like, you know, a Kamehameha or like cheer for them and uplift them. Because for me, it's about unity. Like it's about bringing these people together. Because I mean, in a sense, it's like church. They're bully- they love one thing that they love so much that they're all gathered together on a boat or at a festival for one purpose, which for, which for that artist, for that thing. So why not give these people that like, let's bring that unity still together, that oneness together. Cause that, that's what really is more important to me is bringing people together. I love you. You don't have to like, you don't, you like, I will do anything for you. And that's why like, I would for our karaoke's, I'd put like, four mics out. And I said, if you want to like our number one rule is there is no rules. Do what you want to do. You have the freedom to have this one night and this one time to do whatever you want to do. And like, I want you to feel that way. I want you to leave this place loved and happy and stoked because that to me right there, in a sense, is my way of, I'm just trying to implement Jesus. I'm just trying to implement what would, what would, what would, honestly, what would Jesus do in this moment? Hmm. Like how I talk and how I host and how things that like, what would you do? Like, God, what would you do? What would you want me to do? What do you want me to say? And they got honestly, and that gets me stoked, dude. That gets me freaking stoked. That's that's awesome. That's like, wow. I'm asking God to use me for his people. Wow. That's awesome. And like, dude, the experience that happened with it, I mean, dude, just there's so many people I've hosted in front of. And that's a blessing. I'm not trying to say like I'm I'm the best host of all time or I'm the best mm-hmm. MC. No, I'm just more stoked to the fact that people were there and I got to give them that love. Like I got to give them like something, you know, because everybody, especially in the music world, man, people are searching for something. That's why they love music. They're searching for because that one band is like their God and they're like, oh, I will always die for this or always be there for this. And so it's like, okay, cool. I got that. Let me take that and show you Jesus. Let me take that and show you more and go deeper about unity and oneness. Because man, you just, that's, 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 that's community. That's church. That's a body. Hmm. And that's what I always think of. So I don't know. It's kind of like, if you don't like it, you can go. I I can walk away. It doesn't really matter to me. It's all good, man. Like I actually, funny enough, right before, so this cruise is happening right now. There's like this guy that posted. Long story short, they were saying, "Oh my gosh, we're gonna miss Brock." And I'm like, "Oh, I appreciate that." And one guy goes, "You know what? I actually don't like Brock." And like flat out, he goes, "I don't like. I don't like the way he hosts. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was lame." And honestly, I'm really glad to have somebody else do it again, or have somebody else go take a spot. And everybody's like, "Oh, dude, like no." And I, honestly, I messaged. I like. I replied to this guy and said, "Hey, man, no harm, no foul. Much love to you, dude. Like." If you don't like it, that's cool, bro. I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to just be like a, you know, I'm not going to be a jerk and be like, oh, you you don't know what I do and how many people, because no one really knows what I do when, I, when I'm when i hosting backstage. It's a lot. It says so much. 
but I don't want them to know because I want them to enjoy themselves. I want them to experience that joy and that funness and that, you know, I want them to. I don't want them to worry about what's going on. I got it. I just want them to just enjoy themselves. Message that guy. He was cool about it. We now he's like my buddy. Now he's like my buddy. You know what I'm saying? Is like, and he's like, oh, I hate the way you host. Great, cool. That's that's that that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks for hating it. I don't. It doesn't bother me. It, all it just says is, hey, I'm gonna love on this person. It's a flat out like, hey, I'm not happy. So that's the way I look at that. Is like these people are sometimes just they're just not happy. Let me let me hook them up. Let me give you some of my happiness, bro. Let me give you some of this joy. If you want it, take it. And if you don't, that's okay, bro. Just know I'm the whole thing about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does you mentioned sense? how. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. You mentioned how you you have you pray and you ask for the strength to be bold, to be kind, to love. You ask. You pray for those opportunities to show that. Mm-hmm give that to someone even if it's just one person is there has there ever been a moment where you just felt disheartened in that that moment or that strength just didn't pull through for you like god was just like wait Hmm. that's a great question that's a great question bro (laughs) honestly my ex-girlfriend. I really prayed for her a lot. And honestly, it was... I don't know, because she wasn't, she wasn't a believer. She didn't really know Jesus. Her grandparents did. And like kind of knew a little bit, but it was like she didn't really know the Lord. And honestly, I, I'm not going to say I was a perfect boyfriend. You know, I had my struggles. A lot of things. You know, we did a long distance relationship for four years. She lived in London. Like, I met her working on the cruises. Like, she worked for the cruise company. But I would just sometimes be like, man, I really just want you to just. I never, I really never told her this because I never wanted to like throw it down her throat kind of thing. But at the same time, I was like, I really wish she knew Jesus. I really wish I can like really talk to her about that because I kind of would. I would. I would. I would just be like, "Hey, babe, I read my Bible today, and this is what the Bible said. The Bible, you know, like Proverbs is saying this, or, um, you know, I like Jesus really showed me Himself in this time, and I really wanted her to kind of like expand on that and be like, "Oh God, tell me more about that. Like, tell me about Jesus." And there were sometimes that she did. There were sometimes she would have that, but then you know, and then it would only be for a little bit. And then, you know, go away. And then now it's kind of just like she, you know, we're not really talking because kind of it kind of went kind of south and it went crazy. But even then, dude, like I still pray for her. Like I I still like I had to ask for forgiveness today just to be like, let me not harbor hate in my heart for her. She just, she's just, she's just dealing with a lot of things and emotionally that she never dealt with, and she's just outwardly expressing that. And dude, I don't blame her. Like, I can't hate her for that. Like, her life was 
her life was kind of crazy. And I guess I just wanted to be like the knight in shining armor in her life to be like, well, you know, now like we got this and, you know, but it didn't, it didn't happen like that. You know, God hasn't other plans. And, but that really kind of was like, it kind of was like, dang, I I, like, and I always kind of used to, I blame myself a lot. And that's one of my biggest struggles is like, I have so much self doubt. I'd like doubt myself a lot of the time. Or I think I'm like dumb or I'm stupid or I'm ugly. I'm not good enough that other people are doing it better than me. And that would just kind of like make me like just doubt myself a lot. Like, oh, I guess I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I guess, I guess I'm like my spirituality right now is not good or aligned with God for this to work out. Or I'm not, I'm not the right man. I'm not the good enough man. And sometimes, bro, that just, that's just not the truth, but you accept it. But at the same time, it's like I, I just really cared about her. I really did. I really cared about her very much. And unfortunately, that our relationship didn't really work out. It's for the best, big time. We both agreed on it. And now that these last four or five months, I've just been really focused on just focusing on my life of the Lord, man. Just honestly. So, but yeah, I still, I still pray for her to this day. And I hope, I really hope that one day that she just finds Jesus, but also just that she sees a glimpse just of, of, of Christ. And now I can't really like, I can't tell her, Hey, you need to go this way and do this. It's not me. She's in the Lord's hands. I've laid it down before him. It's in his control. And I trust in that. I believe that the Bible says, you know, I, I, I believe in that wholeheartedly. I'm not leaning on my own understandings, you know, but acknowledging him in all his ways, he will direct mine and her path. You know? Yeah. Now kind of round out the conversation as we're kind of coming up at time. Um, yeah. Even in this moment and re- recognizing the past couple months you've been in um, and re- reflecting on your life as a whole, the highs and the lows, what kind of advice would you give a younger version of yourself or just anybody that might be going through similar they're on the similar journey as as you what advice do you mm. have dang if i was looking at myself i'd be like bro be exactly who god made you to be be the weird out there energetic dumb funny person that god made you to be because that is what truly is going to help you out in this life and knowing that I just, just, wow. That's just, that's a, that's a great question, but that's what I would say. Be yourself, Brock. Don't, don't change for anybody. Don't, don't change because this ex-girlfriend or don't change because, you know, a, a, a band, you know, may have a certain kind of a, a look or don't change for anybody, Brock. Cause you're great. Like you are great. And I know that greater things are coming for you because man, you just have this love for people. Like, and God has shown you that. And you just have this talent of speaking in front of lots of people. 
on a microphone and being funny and don't, don't doubt yourself. There's no need to. You're in God's in control. He made you in his image and this is what his image looks like. So keep stepping forward. Keep moving forward. Always rely on Christ for everything. Don't lean on your own thoughts, bro. Don't, don't, don't think that you know everything just because of your life situations. You know nothing. You know that Christ is in control. He is the answer to everything. On that, you're going to be okay. Thank you. Thank you for this that. Powerful. Yeah. Dang, bro. It. And then last question to just kind of put out there. Is there anything you want to say about you, things that maybe you want a listener to know about you, whether it's somebody that maybe you've known a while ago and maybe you're not super connected and they listen to this episode or it's just like a complete stranger um, or just someone in between that. Is there anything you want to just get out there um, into the space of podcasts? Mm. Man, I love Jesus with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Um Yeah. Honestly, yeah. That's, that's, I've never, I'm not never, but it's been a long time since I've been bold about that. Mm. And I really, that's one thing that my prayer was yesterday. It was like, God, you know, I'm, God, this is, this is like the year. People say this is year change. So I take that and go, all right, God, if this, if this is what you're trying to change, this is what you want to do, then change my heart, change things in my life, shake it up. And it's definitely been shooken up for sure. <laughs> for sure. Dude. But one thing that I've been wanting to be more bold about, especially online, especially doing this podcast, especially doing hosting, especially all these things is to be more bold about Jesus. To be like, I love Jesus. Jesus is the answer. He he he's the ultimate everything. The universe is not the universe. The universe is Jesus. Mm. You, you know, the energy that you're praying to, that's not the energy, it's Jesus. Those things, like, that's what I just want to be more prevalent about. And I just, the only way I do it is to show it. You know, to be in my word daily, you know, to be in constant prayer. Um. And now that all that's kind of just, it's just become repetition, like repetition. Like, do I pray so much? And I don't mean to be bold about that. Well, actually, yeah, I am bold about it. Yeah, no, I am. I pray so much, bro, <laughs> because I love talking to Jesus. But I also love about talking to him is hearing from him and being instructed from him. I'm like, all right, God, what you got? What you got, Jesus? Because I know some crazy things are going to happen. We just know. And I say it crazy as in like good and bad, dude. Straight up. Um, I just want people to know that I love them. That I'm there for anybody. Because I, I am bold about that. If someone that needs to talk to you, I'm here. Um, and that people are loved. Man, people... Uh, that there is hope that today is the day 
of a new today is a new day. Yesterday is already gone. Tomorrow's not even promised. So it's we're living for today. Today is the day. Today, if I were to tell somebody, I'd be like, man, today I love you. And today Jesus loves you. And that you're going through this one thing or multiple things because Jesus is making you stronger. You're bold. God only get God's not going to give you something you can't handle. That's impossible. He can't do that. Well, he can, but he's not going to. He's going to give you, put things in your life to refine you and sharpen you, to iron you, to form that night, that like that clay that we are into just like something amazing and wonderful and in its own unique way. And that's what I just would like tell somebody. That's what I would just, and that's like just my, just my goal in my life. It's just to be that forever and always and be that for somebody. Cause it's not I who lives. It's Christ who lives in me. Hey there. If you're like me, you love diving into a good story. But who has time to sit down and read? That's where Audible comes in. With Audible, you can listen to your favorite books, whether you're commuting, working out, or just chilling at home. They've got an unbeatable selection of audiobooks, from bestsellers to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. Right now, Audible is offering our listeners a special deal. Just visit collisionpodcast.org slash sponsors again collisionpodcast.org slash sponsors to start your free 30-day trial